What are we talking about? What have you been watching on YouTube that the algorithm decided to serve you that? Is it a movie? And it's violent and gross and gory and disgusting. Let me just be honest. I don't put my porn on YouTube or watch my porn on YouTube. That's great. That that fucking... Where do you put your porn and what is your username? I do a lot of things for art. Did you mean to say it that way? I hope he's talking about me. Art for art's sake. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is all true. Quantity over quality. It was pretty miserable at the end. Gross. Okay, cool. Thank you for that. I apologize. I'm ready to go. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We are an actual play podcast, and we are currently playing Call of Cthulhu. We're free of scripts and crazy editing because we create this story collaboratively and in the moment. A reminder that we will be at Chaosium Con, April 14th through the 16th. We'll be speaking in seminars, running workshops. Emily's emceeing the podcaster's panel. I'm on the podcaster's panel. You can learn more about that event at chaosium.com. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Buddy. And we are back to full strength tonight. So that means I'm joined by Scott as Johnny Dante, Rick as Sam, Emily as Colette, Wayne as Sister B, and as always, our amazing keeper is Michael. Michael, the show is all yours. Hey, thanks, Art. Uh, Under the Library is a horror tabletop RPG set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. We have horror and other unsettling imagery uh, featuring mature themes played by immature people. Not safe for Scott is your signal. The following information will be graphic. If you're concerned, skip ahead, but stick with us. And if fava beans make you think of Chianti and Chianti makes you hungry for liver, you're probably in the right place. And with that, I'll pass it over to Emily. See what you did. Thanks, Michael. So last time Johnny Dante left the dining car heading towards the front of the train. He spoke to the conductor, Jim, to report the incident. Jim gave Johnny full authority to clean up and to conduct an investigation. So Johnny instructed the staff to wrap the remains and store them in one of the food prep fridges. In the meantime, Colette watched Buddy both shoot and stab the book, but to no avail. As they left the dining car, Buddy refused to speak to Colette, only wanting to get past her and back to his compartment to keep the book away from the other passengers. Colette finally stepped aside and Buddy fled down the train and Colette took a moment to update Amanda on the situation. At the end of our session, Buddy locked himself in his compartment, alone with the book, and heard a voice ask, Are you mad at me? Are we mad at you, Buddy? I hope not. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to protect people. I don't want anybody else to get exploded. <laughs> All right, we'll check in on Buddy in a second. We haven't seen Sister B in a while, so why don't we go over to that train where Sister B is clinging to the top as it races down the tracks with uh, her suitcase. Is it tied to the train? Or do you yeah, well, she. It? yep. So she has uh, like a blue cut long tarp, and then she makes it secure to... Oh, I guess when there's some rail or handrail or something like that going in or anything, a loop, metal loop, and just to tie it down in the wind. And okay. 
I'm thinking it wouldn't be prudent for her to do that to herself. So she's not going to do that to herself. <laughs> so she'll leave herself footloose and fancy free and untethered. Um, and down but... below, as you look into the hatch, right, the side doors open. So light kind of fills and you can see these popped canisters. And there's tarps air flapping. Yeah, there's warm air flowing into these leaking boxes so the the fog's kind of dissipating out into the air and she only opened three two 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 and two okay and, yep and there's these crumpled forms that are you know starting to thaw in the warm air as well okay so she's keeping her eye on that um looking at the landscape about her um what's the topography is it you know high desert mountains in the distance tumbleweeds yeah it, it Pretty much anywhere as you make that route through northern Texas, it's going to be plains and desert. And for now, so she, yeah. So she can see for a long distance. So, yeah. Um, yeah, she just keeps her eyes out and peeled if the train is coming towards a town. She has a hunch if this is the type of train it is, like, you know, military trains would be that were sealed. If it comes to a town, it's not stopping. It's most likely going through. If it does stop to her, that signifies that it's an important town with a connection to the facility where she came from, perhaps a secret one. So that would be rather interesting. So she wants to note that if there's if the train is coming to you know, or even slows down a little bit. Um, any notation of that going on? Um, other than that, she's going to have to hold secure because jumping off the train at this point isn't going to behoove anyone's health when they only have nine hit points. <laughs> <laughs> so as she she clings along, and occasionally, as you move through some of the smaller towns, as it gets to a crossing or something like that, the train slows ever so slightly, but nothing meaningful. And your your first major kind of stop would be Dallas, um, mm. but there's but there is, or I guess stop where you might might expect that to happen, and nothing happens as you mm. arrive there. The train slows down ever so slightly. Uh, so as to appropriately switch tracks and not get entangled in traffic, but um, it just keeps on going. How easy would it be for Sister B to move from car to car on the roof of the cars? Sometimes trains are built that way, where there's a where there people can do that. Like there's you know troop carriers would have that, you know, I suppose. But um, some don't, obviously. Some yeah. Have, like, I... These are going to be similar cars to the one you're on. They all have ladders to access, but they're they're sealed up pretty good. But moving from one car to the other wouldn't be too difficult. Wouldn't be too difficult. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. Especially man. for Sister B. So, so since she has the time, why just uh, hang about and look at the uh, and look at the uh, the sunset? So, Miss Sister B, she's going to go from one car to the car in front. If they look similar, she's going to go to the car in front of her, and she wants to uh, make that uh, leap over the gap, or you know, what's or perhaps a more conservative move, and then make her way to the hatch if it has a. A similar hatch and she wants to try the hatch on the next one and see if there's similar product inside or different okay and all right so make a dex roll as you move between the cars because you have a pretty high dex right she she's got so, her gymnastics dexterity so that's the yeah, amazing thing so we'll keep it pretty simple 
Oh, she makes it. All right. And regular make. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And so you move over to the next car and you're going to find similar to the one that you were on. This hatch is, is secured and locked down. I'm, can't remember honestly how you got into the first car i don't remember either uh keeper of the lord do you remember do you want me to okay let's see i think i I was there for this episode i was there for too and i don't remember um the two i feel like i let you in was there a broken latch did i kind of miss i feel like maybe that got in through the door is that a missed opportunity i don't know no they went in through the top they did go in through the top um yeah oh yeah Remember she uh she Ethan was helping her and that's when the door oh! slammed open and it yeah. knocked oh. Ethan off the train. It oh, so they just well. brute forced the lock? Yeah. I think they did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they, yeah. It was... We did. Hmm. Well that went well the first time. I was gonna so say gonna... With, with with the last words, what can go wrong? Exactly. Yeah. So she liked <laughs> to try it again, because what could go wrong? Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Oh my God! She rolls a one. Jesus, zero zero, zero and a That's one. Amazing. Our first oh, one wow. in like ages. So maybe it was broken. I haven't rolled a okay. one. Well, I, I creatively think. think how a five foot nothing nun who's a gymnast brute forces her way into a hatch, or maybe while she thinks about how she gets into that hatch, because it's not going to be brute force. Uh, let's cut over to Sam. Uh, who's staring between the trains. Yep, and as I'm uh, staring down here at these trains for the last, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, I've really been trying to watch as we're going over bumps and the like. Uh, how's the coupling mechanism work? How hard would this be for us to decouple a train in the event that it needed that curve? I would say this is going to need an intelligence roll. Oh, an intelligence roll from good old Sam, huh? Yeah, or mechanical repair. If you've got either one of those, I'll I'll take it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, regular success on intelligence. Okay. So S- Sam's looking down at that coupling, and he's thinking. He's not certain, but he's thinking that if he could get a large enough pull and sturdy enough one too so not like a broomstick he's going to need some sort of metal pull um to wedge into the coupling that if he rotates it just right on a bump he's going to be able to decouple the train okay so a metal metal rod of some sort something to jam in there yeah all right he's gonna make a metal note of this and in the scurry and flurry of folks going to and hither uh, up and down this train uh who is uh, uh ahead up the train closer to the to the to the to the, to the locomotive side of things so remind me are you just outside the dining car i'm between the dining car and the prep car okay on the front yeah, side yeah. if that makes sense so, yeah so the whole time you would have been standing there you would have just seen uh some large cloths being carried by a couple of individuals into the food prep car and they'd be kind of bloody sure um, you'd probably want um, them to avoid you hey yeah i know i really quickly not just cloths but remember we wrapped it in like tarp so there was cloths but then we wrapped tarp like plastic, plastic. sheeting 
around that. So he wouldn't he wouldn't actually see blood, right? There was because... no there was no plastic tarps. They were you sorry, there, there were canvas tarps. Um if or, I wouldn't clear on that. Yeah. But it was it was meant to contain it. Right. But they'd still have some staining. Okay. Well, so I'd keep an eye up. Are they wearing gloves? Is anybody getting, you know, blood on their hands? Uh, there was, uh, we went over this part for sure. Uh, you can make a spot hidden on that as you focus on the coupling there. That is a four. Straight up Jesus. four. Then... <laughs> Good use of seeing that they wear gloves. <laughs> Maybe uh, you would notice that they wore no gloves whatsoever, uh, but didn't appear to have any staining on them. Okay. And I'll tell them, watch out for that blood. You don't know what could be transmitted within all that. Uh, make sure you stay clear of it, y'all. And they reply to you, I, are you the same guy that talked in a southern accent five minutes ago? Are you going to? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, but I rolled a four, and so my octave goes up by a couple of decibels. And so uh, that's fair. No, But they're very kind of like huffing, and they're like, that's what the other guy said. He's he's working us hard, wanting us to clean up this mess. This this is, and one guy just like retches right over the side of the train. And oh, this is a this is a little right. bit of a flashback from where we left off, but um, they, got they, it. They moved into the car, right on. So I'd make my way into the dining the prep area towards the front of the train. Okay. And Johnny, help me out. Is that where you left off? Was in that same car, or so what, did you stay in the dining car? I was staying in the dining car until they were done. So if they were finished and walking by, and was they were ready to put the body in the fridge, I would be with them. Okay. So as you walk in, Sam, as you walk into the food prep car, you would see um, a guy pretty forcefully ordering these other train workers telling them how to put this body into the freezer and telling them to get the other food out and so i'll let you and johnny take this scene so um so when i walk by uh if you're you're still standing there i'm just gonna sort of go aside and i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like all right l listen sir i'm not I, I i think you're out here i think you were in there i know something's going on i know this is a bad scene I just, when you're here with a shotgun and you're standing here and there's people running around and they're scared, my 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 sense is that it could cause even more concern. Yeah, so, well, what the hell happened to the person whose body popped over there, Mr. Eddie? I, uh, did you know Eddie? Of course I knew Eddie. We went way back till about... I don't know, a couple of days ago or so. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna sort of be mentally cataloging and I'm going to be Wait a minute. Are you Sam Wagoneer? What's it to you? Oh, God, asshole. Yes, you're definitely Sam Wagoneer. <laughs> I know the story. Listen, Sam, <laughs> I got all the background on you. I know you're trying. I know you're trying to be a good guy and do the right thing. I am asking you to not walk around a scene on a train where people are already freaked out with a shotgun. It against you the law? Yes, it actually is against the law to be on a moving train going between jurisdictions. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say 
I'm going to say that's a real fib there, buddy. And I'm just going to uh, tap you on the shoulder and say, listen, you do what you need to do. I'm just going to be a, a swooping things out here and then make my way back. Uh, but don't you mind. I'm not causing no trouble. Uh, All right. And then we'll cut from there to Buddy uh, in his room. And Buddy, I imagine you <clears throat> hands over your ears. Trying to drown it out, mm-hmm. yeah. and you hear the voice saying, "Are you mad at me?" I, I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to you. I'm not talking to you. But why are you trying to? Uh, hurt da, 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 da. Uh, go away. I, I want you but to you, go away. But you brought me with you. I'm trying to get rid of you. No, but you've carried me. You've carried me this far, buddy. Don't you want to look inside me? No. No, that's what killed Eddie. No, I don't want anything to do with you. I didn't hurt Eddie. <sighs> yes, you did. He's dead. As soon as I took you away, he died. I'm not I talking to you. To... You're, you. I lie. didn't have anything to do with Eddie. No, I don't believe you. I'm not Come listening to you. Me. I'm, no, absolutely not. I'm not. Re- I'm no. And but it, we're talking now. <laughs> it's not funny. Um. So Buddy's like as far away as he can get. So pr- I'm guessing pressed up against the door. Uh, okay. Because this thing was was leaning against the outside wall of the train. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm guessing Buddy is like facing the door hands over ears and like pressed against it eyes squinted shut and then as as he's trying with all his power he hears very clearly i know where your dad is oh god i don't want to talk to you How do you know my dad? I know a lot of things, buddy. All right. If you're so smart, what's my dad's name? Why? Francis. His name is... This is the keeper. Forgot it. What's your dad's name? <laughs> God, I forgot it, too. I know I told you. Hold on a sec. Shoot. Uh, I know I told you this. I can't I, help. Ah, there was no name on go. the letter. Um. So do you want me to text it to you, or do you want to... Just tell me, just tell me. It's Daniel Clifton. That's what I thought. Okay. And and so you hear, why, Francis, your dad's name is Daniel. What you said is? You said is. Is. Are you saying my dad's alive? I'm saying a lot of things. Don't you want to come pick me up, buddy? I don't want to pick you up. I don't want to come near you. I I have just a clarification question just so that I can understand how how this looks in my head. Yeah. Um, is Buddy talking out loud, or is is this all? Is this conversation completely inside his head? I, I would think it would make sense if Buddy's talking out loud. Okay, but, and is he? Well, I guess I can, that would be my decision. But am am I hearing yeah. this in my head, or am I Make, hearing or, it out loud? Uh, well, I think you've just invited a sand roll for the evening. Okay, excellent. That's really good for Buddy. 
Well, it's a decent roll, but it is not a success. So what so. would be more upsetting for Buddy? Um, oh, it would definitely be more upsetting for Buddy to perceive that he is hearing it. Okay. Then, then that's the way he's perceiving it. Okay. And he'll take two points of damage with that. Okay. As he continues this conversation with the book. Great. Okay. All right. So, yeah, he's... Uh, so I'm envisioning now that he's talking a little bit, even though he really doesn't want to be, um, he's still got his hand squeezed over his ears, which makes it even more traumatic that he's hearing this. Um, okay. And his forehead is against the the door, which I'm guessing has a, is a window um, to the hallway. Sure. Um, and, you know, he's probably squinching up his face, um, you know, trying even harder to, to just not hear. If you don't want me, buddy, you can just give me away. No, I don't want anyone else to have to deal with you. You're dangerous. I want to make you go away for good. And on that, we'll switch over to Colette with Amanda. So Colette has been filling Amanda in on the details of the incident. And that's where we left things. Amanda was taking a lot of notes. And at some point, this just occurs to me that it's she's way too interested and I don't know her. And I just stop mid-sentence. And I ask, you said sh you research this stuff? What is this stuff? Well, lots of things. I mean, I tell people that I'm I'm going to beauty pageants and reporting on beauty pageants, but really, there's a lot of weird stuff going on out there. And I I've always got my eyes on it and trying to keep tabs on it. And this seems like I mean, you know, people I covered in blood screaming down a train seems pretty wild to me. Yeah, it's wild. It's also wild that it sounds like you're lying to me because I asked you before if you were a journalist and you said, no, you were a professor. And now you report on beauty pageants and in, in chase rumors papers. in research papers. Right. I'm 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 always looking at, you know how these beauty pageants come about. That's what I put published papers on, but that's not what I'm really working on. What are you working on? Well, I mean, I just think there's a lot of odd occurrences out there in the world and that there's not enough information in our hands, the people's hands. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty odd that my friend exploded. She's Are like you saying furiously again, right? Like, well, I already said that to her, but oh, okay, sure. Okay, okay. I mean, I told her the that's right details of the yeah. incident yeah. and mentioned infection when I was telling her she had to change yeah. clothes. Okay. Um, are you saying you have encountered other incidents this strange? Stranger. How? What? Where? What do you mean? I mean. Who? I, why? <laughs> Does it? Could it? Uh, well, I'll give you just last month. I was down in Albuquerque and full moon 
Woke up the next day, whole field of cattle eaten. What's going to do that? Eaten? How do you know they were eaten? I was there. I mean, things that look like a bear launched into the side of it. But bears eat when they're hungry. This was no bear. I mean, just the whole stomach of the cow ripped out. And then not, nothing nothing else. But it was done to a whole herd. I counted 62 of them. You were there. You saw them. You saw these creatures. and Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Little Miss New Mexico was going on. And so I... Okay, Colette's not laughing that hard. Right. And, you know, I was just keeping my ears open and small town. I mean, it's not that small. It's Albuquerque, but, you know, word got around pretty fast. Everybody was out in the field stomping around trying to figure out what had ha happened. So other people saw these creatures? Yeah, made the front page of their paper. Here. She digs around in her suitcase and she pulls up and um, and it's just like a, a total kind of B-grade movie headline. It's like slaughter fields of cattle. What could have done this? Night terror or night beast terrorizes local farmer. Okay. So where... Are you headed on this train? Well, I mean, are you officially? I'm I'm headed to say that I'm following up on uh, some participants from another beauty pageant, but I'm going wherever this train goes. So you didn't get on this train l with a with a prior knowledge of more Her knowledge of what anything like you're just you chase these strange events absolutely i'm wondering if you're going somewhere in particular because i'll go the other direction <laughs> and she laughs and on that we'll cut over to johnny and sam Uh, sure. Well, I've made my way. Yeah, I'm just making my way through that prep to the next car. What what would the next one be there, Keeper? And this is the staff car. So um, essentially just think of it like a almost like a staff resting lounge area, somewhere to go between their breaks. Um, this is where Johnny Dante recruited some of the employees to help clean up. Um, so the people playing cards, you know. Uh, just kind of hanging out in their downtime, reading papers, those kinds of things. And I'm just going to be just walking forward all the way through the train. As I'm walking, I just want to keep an eye on, is anybody blood covered? Uh, not in here. In fact, everybody uh, will make a spot hidden. Let's see what you pick up on in here. That is a 14. Yeah. And so it's as you, everybody seems pretty calm in here. There's not much going on, um, almost like they have no idea what's happened, except maybe like raising some eyebrows here and there that uh, when Johnny was in there kind of being exclamatory about getting people going and talking to the conductor, 
Uh, it's a little unusual to have people walking through, but they basically are just trying to not get picked for body removal duty. So, Right on, right on. And so I'll just make my way forward. Do I see the conductor? Anybody that looks like a conductor? No, no, no. This is still just a car. And then the, the car after this is going to be uh, mainly a storage unit. So as you make it into the next car, yep. uh, there's all kinds of cleaning supplies and things like that. Johnny, what are you up to? So as soon as as soon as it's done and uh, Eddie's body is is put away, um, I'm going to direct them to finish cleaning, to get buckets of water, to get all the blood and everything up, and then to throw the blood, like to get rid of the the bloody water. Um, sort of. Hopefully, I'm assuming they have things that drain onto the tracks. Yeah. Right. So, so, and I'm just going to say, yeah, just, just remember, don't touch any of it. You know, we don't know what got them. Um, I can't find any signs of explosives. I'm going to be doing a bit more digging, but I need you guys to just keep everyone away from the blood and keep them away from that body. I don't want anyone going in that fridge. Once it's closed, I'm going to put some tape across it and I better not find those broken because I don't want anybody going near that body until we get to, to, uh, the next station. What about the passengers in the other cars? Yeah, that's the next thing I'm going to do. I'm going to go check them out. But I just need to make sure that the body's away and the blood in here is taken care of. So <laughs> if they're if they're sort of on that, then I'm going to start making my way away and telling them, yeah, I'll be back um, to check in on things and just come find me if you need anything or if anything else happens. And then I'm going to leave the car and I'm going to start making my way and sort of going compartment by compartment to look in on people and to 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 check um, if they got blood on them and, and just if they see if anyone saw anything. Yep. And they're they're on the they're on it for you. So they're like, this is really bizarre at this point, and they just you can tell they kind of want to be done with it. Sure. Sure. Okay. So, 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 you know, tell me what you want to do, but I'm just going to start at the nearest compartment, knock on the door and say, Johnny Dante, a federal agent. I've got some questions about the incident. Okay. And, uh, you would, um, you would do that a few times and let me see here. Uh, and you, you hear kind of a, a really kind of meek voice from the other side say, uh, what, what, what was that? Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm wondering if you were in the train car and you saw the incident that happened in there. Oh, oh no. I, I've been keeping to myself in here, just reading my book. And she holds okay, up and a copy of Mo Moby Dick. <laughs> nice. It's a good book. I love it. Is there anybody else? In, I, I guess I can see she opened the door. There's no one else in there? Uh, No. Okay. All right. So I'll say just say, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, just ahead of the dining car, okay? Um, okay. And just keep going door to door looking for people. Okay. You wouldn't do that too far. And uh, Colette, you and Amanda would hear a knock at your door. All right. And you'd hear uh, Johnny Dante, FBI, and... Just here, I've got some questions. If you saw anything about the incident that happened in the dining car. Well, I just look at Amanda and look at the door. It's not my car compartment. Uh, oh, and uh, so she would, she'd give you a wink, Colette. And, and she, um, 
she'd put her pad away and kind of just like and she'd open the door and she'd be like oh uh hi are you a police officer and i've got i hold up my fbi badge i say hi uh, johnny dante i'm with the fbi oh, yeah it's, wow. it's a nice badge right so what's, uh, what's going on officer yeah so there was an incident in the dining car uh a man really? yeah a man was hurt um and i'm just i'm just trying to get some information uh yeah come on in okay and, thank you and very she much. invites you in and we'll cut to sister b okay all right sister b how did you get into this hatch got it you Looked tell up. me with a one you can like you got this narrative yeah. it's all yours autonomy oh <laughs> sister b makes her way across gap crawls up crawls down ladder jumps over coupling makes her way up second ladder with the dexterity roll she makes it <clears throat> starts going across roof in her stubborn attitude she thinks oh i will force this thing open i know i can do it myself even without my helper and then she grabs a bar that's through a couple loops and is bolted on the end and when her hand comes down on the bolt she notices not a design flaw but a mechanical flaw in how it was put together vibrating train you have bolts. The bolts should have washers. Somebody put these together without washers. And her hand goes on this piece, and the washer is loose. And she looks. This is crazy. Who would put this together? Such like this. It is all coming apart. And she spins one of the one of the uh, nuts right off the end of uh, a threaded part of a, a rod that goes through. And then towards the other end, there's another bolt there. And she starts taking a few of these bolts off. And the whole thing gets very, very loose. And it's loose enough. It's built where you can't pop the whole thing out. But it's loose enough where you can jiggle it. And there's enough where you can jiggle it and then pop the door open. You just passed, passed past the latching mechanism of it. And she's able to do that and pulls it back, pops it open. All right. So I wrote jiggle and pop. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I was so hoping you were going to start singing Jiggle It. <laughs> um, and then she looks down into the darkness or the not darkness. She doesn't know what's in there. Yeah, so there's a little bit of light kind of pushing around your head down below. And I would imagine it would be something akin to... Uh, uh, what's the, the the ruins that were underground, all the clay armies... Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. In China. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the emperor's so army. Almost akin to like looking down and just seeing the heads of an army inside the car. Oh, and so she's she's taken back for a second and then looks down and their appearance appears to be a uh, humanoid. Uh, Make a spot hidden. Absolutely. 26 for her that is um a hard success okay they're they're humanoid but strange they don't move like a humanoid figure wait they're um, moving uh, they're jiggling with the train ah so the jiggling that's what sister b wants to take a note of the hard successes they're jiggling do 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 in rhythm with the train jiggling or is some of their jiggling and moving? I, I don't know. Can you can you act that out a little bit more for me, Wayne? And I'll tell you which one. I'm this, do my marionette. This is a lot of jiggling <laughs> talk. Do, 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 do. So, yes, I was going to say, is there, it's, if there's enough light to see that perhaps um, 
something on them, like if their heads are moving, like the heads just, you know, if it's a mechanical thing or, can, you know, a statue it's, and it's wobbly. Yeah, or it's, it, so it's not a bobblehead and it's not a statue and it, it just looks slightly mechanical in terms of like the head does move separately mm-hmm. from the body. And you you catch these glimpses uh, that, however, that they're not anchored down, but they're also not supporting themselves. Wow. Uh, Sister B is incredibly intrigued by this. And she, uh, she will, hmm, she will start to lower her, look, look around and see if she can uh, lower herself down onto anything to get a foothold in there okay i don't know and what's she using to lower herself down well she only has herself in her hands at this point so she could go back uh i think it would be wise so she'll go back to the other car if she needs to do a dex roll for that she's happy to do that that's okay we we don't have to get stuck crossing the river and she'll go back and get the 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 cut tarp that she had and just untie it because she had one there right at the top untie it and bring it on over tie it and uh, with one hand on the edge of the uh, of the porthole, you can call it, I suppose. And uh, um, she doesn't want to call it a manhole because she's Sister B. It's a sister hole. And she is, uh, well, that's terrible. And uh, she holds the edge and starts lowering herself down. I really hope Art's writing down <laughs> sister hole. Sister right hole. Now. I've got so many options. Right there and go right to Buddy. <laughs> Uh, buddy's not prepared. <laughs> Nobody a, is. It's a sister hole. Okay. Got it. <laughs> not okay. That's going to have to go in the next disclaimer. Right? <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, so against his his better judgment, Buddy is getting drawn into a conversation um, with this thing because his curiosity is outweighing his fear. Uh, so I, I think, if, didn't he ask something about uh, how do you know my dad? Wasn't that the last question? What was, what was the last thing that happened? So you said is, and, and it reaffirmed is, um, meaning dad's Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yep, yep. Yeah. How do you know my dad? But buddy... I know an awful lot of things. I can share those things with you. You just need to come read me. Oh, but that's how Eddie got dead. I no, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna end up like Eddie. I didn't kill Eddie. Prove it. Then what did kill Eddie? Uh. <laughs> I see the keeper's face. The is like, oh, the shit. keeper. <laughs> the keeper killed Eddie. <laughs> it says, "Come hold me. I can show you." God, I don't want. I don't want Eddie to go crazy either. Uh, or buddy rather. Uh, all right. Buddy is clearly torn. Um, he's having a very hard time with this discussion. Um, 
And he has not touched this thing directly yet. No, I can't I can't touch you. I can't touch you. Because if I touch you and then I die, then I can't protect anybody else from you. You'll do the same thing to somebody else. But I haven't done anything to anybody you, else. You buddy. kill Eddie. I saw it. As soon as I took you away from Eddie, he died. What killed Eddie's no longer here, buddy. It left the train. How can that be? Nothing left the train. It did. Go back in the car. Go back in the car. You can see where it left the train. Where? I didn't kill Eddie. Where? Right out the window. Out the window? How can something go out the window? The windows are all closed. Windows windows don't open. If you want to know the whole truth, you have to hold me. I'm not I'm not touching you. Um I'm going to look around the the train car. I want to see if there's something there that I can cover this thing up with so that nobody I mean, else sees it. There's sheets, there's blankets, it's your bed. Oh, okay. That's um the car you were yeah, it's the car you're sharing with Oh, we're all right. Colette and That's right. So I assume there's some sort of like duffel. Formerly like a, known as Eddie, right? There's like a duffel bag somewhere, right? Like one of us has a. I'm, I'm guessing Eddie sure. pro, or Buddy probably has one of those army duffel bags with like the the. It's like an over the shoulder thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like a of cylinder. Course. Of course, grab yeah, yeah, yeah. that and um, drop it in the corner as if someone went to sit down and just dropped it over there, but like covering up the book. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna go out. You know, leave the thing close the door make sure that it's properly closed and march down the hall back to the uh the dining car okay and who wants to close out this what's who wants to do our final scene for this episode wow how is that possible uh it's got to be i I guess sam Sam hasn't had a big scene yet okay sam what do you want to do oh boy well so i'm going through the supply car and I got a couple things on my mind. The first is, where is the booze? Uh, I'll make a spot hidden. There was booze in the dining car, just to be clear. Right. No, I'm looking for enough, uh, a, a larger volume. I got an 18, which is my, uh, it's a hard success. Okay. And there's a storage cabinet up towards the front of this car, and it appears to be locked. And you're guessing that maybe they've locked the booze down there. Got it. Got it. And just like a regular simple lock, like a yeah, little padlock, nothing like, yeah. too. But the gun would probably handle that if I needed to. All right. Yeah, sure. Fair points. Fair points. And then uh, the next car over. Uh, the next car over appears to be. You can't you can't access it. It looks to be possibly where they're storing coal or something else. It would be the last car before the uh, the locomotive. Okay, so there's no way to get to the very front of the train, like the locomotive engine compartment. I mean, theoretically, there's always a way. Uh, fair touche, touche, keeper. It involved me getting up, climbing, and I'm presuming tripping over coal and the end of Sand Wagoneer. So, uh, Sam, Would Sam, Rayla, please do it. There's never tunnels there's, on the there's train an old, There's an old never. nun doing that, yeah, having no seriously. problem with it. Yeah, but but yeah. but the 
but a nun knows how to jiggle nuts and Sam Wagoneer doesn't. So he's uh he's gonna he's gonna just take a look and and uh, go over to the alcohol cabinet and he's gonna try okay. and just bust it open. Yeah, just give me a straight uh strength roll? A straight strength. Yeah, strength on that. <laughs> it's a two. What oh, the hell geez. with these rolls? I'm like killing it right take, now. <laughs> take the narrative, buddy. Take the narrative. All right. So Sam, Sam in one felt swoop takes the butt of a shotgun, hits that padlock, and it's been weathered and rusted uh, from many a run and has not been replaced. And so it just sort of cracks and easily comes open. And I open it up and I presume there'd be just a cornucopia of various liquors of various types and sorts, maybe even some rare stuff that Sam will keep for himself. And he'll take uh, two large handles. And uh, are there cups back here? I presume there are cups maybe in the dining car. Uh, Yeah, those would be in the dining car. Yeah, and he'll start making his way back uh, just um, just for clarity's sake here, you have yep. two large, very large bottles of liquor, one in each hand. I know you were hoping that the keeper would miss this point, so you're leaving the shotgun in the storage car? No, I thought my shotgun may have had, like, a strap that I would have over my shoulder that I'd be able to easily have it over the bag. Why don't you make a luck roll on that, Sam Wagoneer? Hmm. Not my two. Maybe in my narrative control would just allow me just to fluid this forward, but that's fine. <laughs> Well, my nine to three would suggest that I do not have a strap. Uh, and so a strap. I do not have that strap. And so I would look within this cab, uh, uh, car. Is there a satchel of some sort or something to carry or even like a, a box? So are you pushing this roll, Sam Wagonia? <laughs> <laughs> because oh, yeah. that's what your keeper hears is that you're pushing this roll. You know what? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Sam Wagoneer, he's a man who likes to push. His we, his rolls have been good. That's how luck rolled, right? Oh boy. I think he just jinxed it. <laughs> uh, It's a 50, and my current luck is a 53. All right. So on that note, we will cut away with Sam. Uh, tell me what you find to strap your shotgun to your body. You know, I would, well, no, I presume that there may be like a, a bag. Oh, a satchel that would, to put the satchel that I put, okay. like, you know, maybe like that they shuffle coal back and forth with or something in there or supplies. Okay. You know, maybe a couple heads of lettuce in a bag and I'd be able to use that, dumb them out, put the alcohol in. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we will, we will close with Sam strutting down the supply car with his shotgun in one hand and a shoulder with a couple of bottle, large bottles of vodka. High proof vodka? Oh, well, I'd say one high. No, uh, whiskey. Got to be whiskey. Okay. Two high proof bottles of whiskey. And uh, who knows what old Sam Wagoneer is up to. And we'll close. Oh, dear. So Sam is suddenly a thief. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, he has that's going to do it for us. Uh, that's right. That, not suddenly. That's right. Sam yeah, is a thief. Wait, was there a bicycle? <laughs> there, there, right. the is there a bicycle area? in there, too? <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Under the Library. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. Don't forget to check out our other show. It's called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. So for me, for Michael, for Rick, for Scott, for Emily, and for Wayne... Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.
Yeah, Emily was talking about filling holes for like the whole last hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she wanted to be sure that she was putting things in the right holes. <laughs> and that the things were good. What kind of holes were you filling, Emily? Johnny Dante was looking at that hole. Well, I did, but then Art couldn't find them. Kind of pushing around your head down below. She doesn't want to call it a manhole because she's Sister B. It's a sister hole. And she is a... Oh, that's terrible. If he rotates it just right on a bump. Ah, so the jiggling. That's what Sister B wants to take a note of. They're jiggling with the train. In rhythm with the train jiggling? Can you act that out a little bit more for me, Wayne? You know what? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Jiggling. Oh, boy.